Are we ready? Are you set up? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're ready. Crawling in my skin. <laughs> I don't know if all of the mics have a cut in them, but I always get the one that has a cut. <laughs> always. That is like, it's my mic. You got I'm the circumcised mic. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get this mic every time, I'm pissed. <laughs> James, you're banned. <laughs> I know. Thank God this is <laughs> morning after. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Welcome to Tipsy Terror, the morning after for Nosferatu. Woo! Yay! James, our friend, is back. I'm here. Um, to talk about Nosferatu. I like that you said James, so. our friend, is back, because it makes me think that... All the other guests that we haven't no started with, our friend. Has been our friend. because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like one of the first, I'm sure, people that has just been on here as just a friend. Like I have legitimately no, no ulterior motive besides just being a Actually, friend. Actually, no. I feel like most of no. the people. Most of them, never mind. Most of the guests are just our friends who no. have nothing to promote. I'm actually <laughs> shocked that we don't know more people with podcasts now that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about but it. But so many of our friends do have podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we, I did a compliment battle with a friend of the show, R.G. Barton. Yeah. And his final compliment for me was that he's like, I think James is the only white friend that I know that doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> somehow that's brave. <laughs> so, Thanks, RG. This is a good time for me to announce my new podcast <laughs> uh, where I just say my wife with all of my friends and then we do variations of it like my banker, <laughs> my dietitian, and then we do a five-minute mattress ad. You should do a, um, a limited release for that. Mm-hmm. It's like Patreon content only. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, because I also sell my bath water afterwards. <laughs> oh my god. How? Are, oh, sick Old Town Road reference. Um, <laughs> There's a bunch of horses on the TV. How do people? It's like feet pics to bath water. Like, what the fuck is our economy? Did you hear about? Apparently, someone this guy on, drank it and then no. got really sick. Oh. Oh, um, I saw. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I didn't hear about that one, but I heard uh, apparently people on 4chan like. Did DNA I, tests on analyzed it, it and yeah. we're like, "There's no DNA in it, so it can't be real bathwater. It's just normal water." Yeah, but and they're gonna like <laughs> do a class action lawsuit. She's gonna her. win it because yeah. they somebody analyzed it and they were like, the, "Like these are all the reasons why DNA wouldn't be in that." Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't. It said it was played and not bathed in. So fuck you. Anyway, speaking <laughs> Back of to nose fluids <laughs> from people's bodies. Speaking of true gamer Go girls, blood nosferatu. Is, what is the being drunken in the Nosferatu. Is Nosferatu a sex pest or a reply guy? Both. Yes. <laughs> Wait, you know you said blood being drunken in Nosferatu. Do we ever s- we don't ever see him drink the blood? Oh, no, shit. we don't. It's only like implied. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he was bit by mosquitoes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this whole thing <laughs> is just an, an anxiety dream. <laughs> well, that's like a theory that the book Dracula is all like a group hallucination. Mm-hmm. So um, like all the events were just they were like either really sick or actually drugged up. I can't remember. But that it was all just documented and mm-hmm. they were just like talking about this stuff and it never actually happened. So, hey, you know, I mean, there's, maybe that happened there's definitely this? a history of like mass hysteria. 
mm-hmm. that like I know and like a lot of people blame the witch trials on what well, well one both sexism but also yeah. two mass hysteria that there was like something in the grain. Did like they some, say there was like kind of like LSD type yeah. effects on them? Yeah, that there was right. some like bacteria or virus in the grain that they were using and that basically all these ladies just went buck wild because of it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be a buck wild lady. <laughs> I would kill for some of that grain, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the l- girls gone wild were just called buck wild ladies? <laughs> I would support it. <laughs> yeah, that's the buck feminist wild. version of girls gone wild buck is wild. buck wild ladies. <laughs> you know what? That probably exists somewhere. Um, something I wanted to bring up, which we didn't talk about, is uh, since it's in black and white and silent, like uh, a lot of the artistic um, direction from it is from the lighting and mm-hmm. the way they use lights and shadows. And I thought uh, that was really well done in this movie. Like, especially like there's that one scene where Orlock is standing in the doorway and creeping on mm-hmm. the main yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. This got some good shadows. Yeah, yeah, and it like a lot of the creepiness comes from because he has a very pale face and pale skin, and he wears like dark clothing, and his eyes like he has like dark makeup around his eyes, um, and that like makes him very creepy. Yeah, that's some classic yeah. German expressionist shit there, Harry. Hell yeah! Hell <laughs> yeah! Do you know what's like cool? And I don't know enough about this to like comment. But I'm going to anyway. Go for it. It's a podcast. That's it's what you pod- do. Yeah, that's, that's what it's for. <laughs> um, you know what's cool to me is learning about how, um, like, I'm curious how, because, like, a lot of the colors that you see weren't actually, you right. know, black. It was mm-hmm. like they knew certain colors showed up on the film in a certain tint of, mm-hmm. like, you know, tone of gray or black or whatever. So I'm curious, like, what colors they actually use to, like, get. Yeah those right. you know effects like i doubt they put black around his eye like you know like what did they was his outfit actually all black or was it yeah know, purple that's, that's a good question because um actors like way back in the day like used to look extreme especially like women who like had face makeup mm-hmm. looked ridiculous because mm-hmm. like in real life because they had to use certain tones and colors and a ton of it to make it actually show I'm sure he looks wow. terrifying in person. Yeah. 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 But it's all like green. And yeah. Like yellow. Yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> also like to get like just like the white colors to be the right thing. Like you had to do like I think they did paint them kind of like um, almost sickly green, sickly colored and yeah. stuff huh. to make it show up a little bit better. Wow. That's neat. Yeah. yeah I, I like that. I don't know a ton about it. I just know that uh, from listening. I think to you must remember this. I can credit me learning that. Okay. But I think actors used to look really silly. Wow, yeah. We That's should do really that cool. now. <laughs> so we're in some green. I guess we could you could look up like mo- people make modern black and white movies all the time now, but uh, then again, it's not on the same kind of film. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. I'm going to guess most and you see this a lot like on YouTube or whatever when you watch like a short film or something. Like when it goes black and white, it's very obvious that this was a color footage that in post yeah, they made black and sure. white. It would be interesting to find films that have been made purposely in black and white and see if they actually did like no we are just recording the light values or whatever yeah, instead of just recording the they do that in the artist i'm sure they probably did I'm in the artist i'm sure yeah. the yeah. artist did um i can't think of like a ton of black and white movies well for some didn't at night black and white i've never seen yes. it but i think it is the girl walks home at, at night is black and white but i haven't seen it either i haven't either we should <laughs> do that yeah uh, um, uh, I know uh, they did. I think they released a version of Mad Max Fury Road in black and white 
Yeah, uh, they did. Because, like, it was designed for that. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And uh, one time, a long, long time ago, I watched this YouTube video about um, color movies that would look really good in black and white. And one example that um, this whoever was doing the YouTube video was talking about was um, Indiana Jones, I think the first one. Um, because like one of the guys who did the lighting on Indiana Jones was like, um, had worked in, yeah, like black and white movies. And so like, if you turn down, um, the saturation and make it black and white and just watch the normal Indiana Jones movies, there's a lot of like light and shadow in the background that, um, you wouldn't notice when you're watching it in color, but it's like, it looks really interesting. That makes me want to watch it We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, It was like a scene in like indiana jones is like house where like someone comes to visit him and they're just talking but in the background there's like a display and like there's like a lot of lights on the display and it looks really cool oh damn that's awesome yeah what? yeah because you get uh, especially in black and white like with noir film you get a lot of interesting like columns of light mm-hmm. like that's a big thing in noir um that you know you're partially aided by fog and kind of point lighting um, that you don't really get necessarily in, you know, a lot of modern films, mostly because we don't go for that kind of uh, pointed. We try to like hide lights right. in modern film. Yeah. But yeah, you you re- I could see that like it looks blended in when you get all three colors, but when you're only getting this like black or white, or you know the the whole uh, spectrum in between, it could look way more interesting. Right. I also, um, they did the Black Mirror episode Metalhead in black and white, yeah. but I think they did that because the dog robots looked kind of like ridiculous Weird. in color, <laughs> but I think it's kind of a cool way to get around it. Yeah. Like it looked interesting, like visually for some parts, like the part where she goes at like spoiler alert for the Metalhead episode, but, um, she like goes to this, like these people's house and there's two like dead people right. in the bed and it's like really graphic. But then also in other parts of that, all the nature stuff you lose a lot in black and white. It like looked really yeah, kind of yeah. like visually chaotic and like right. it was like muddy. But um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. I hoped I'd find it along the way, but I did not. Welcome to my life story <laughs> on this fucking podcast. Do you think this last five minutes of conversation has been the most boring shit for a dog? <laughs> like, yeah. Welcome to my fucking yeah, life. All of this is in black and white. And yeah, old movies look better because they were made for that. Move along. I'm canceling my Patreon subscription. Um, <laughs> Taking two little milk bones away. <laughs> so, um, watching this made me obviously want to watch. By the way, we didn't recommend it, but the Werner Herzog. Oh, uh, yeah. remake yeah um i think harish might have you did i don't i wrote the recommendations and i don't, I don't remember know. you saying I, it. I like mentioned it while yeah, yeah that might have been it. i should add it on to the list of recommendations because it just makes sense but two things one um chick from possession is in that yeah um two that one's in color mm-hmm. so do you think that um well it's in color and then like certain things have been changed and uh their names are actually what they're supposed to be certain things but that that doesn't matter as much but do you think that um it makes the film better worse the same would you be curious yeah i think it's 79 i just pulled it up um but like do you think that the black and white helps with your liking of this movie or do you think that you'd like it just the same i mean like it depends on how it's done i i think like if you're gonna put color in it yeah there are it you can make it look interesting mm-hmm. uh but this specific version the nosferatu like the they like made it creepy for black and white 
and just the design of Orlac. Like, I don't know how Count Orlac would look uh, if he was in color and, like, they still wanted to make him creepy. They'd have to change his design, probably. I also... I, I feel don't like think they, they would did. Anyways, lose what? some stuff. Just because, um... I know personally, I love um, watching, like, visual definitions of a decade, like, through oh, film. Yeah. Like, how 80s movies all, like, look like 80s movies. I love yeah. that. I love how 80s movies look. But I also love how, like, older, like, you can tell an older movie's old because of how it looks and because right. it's in black and white. And then there's, like, a period in the 2000s where everything's just tinted weird colors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I really like the visual distinction between the decades. Yeah, or the yeah. 2000s. It doesn't quite look as good because that was when we were transitioning to digital. Yeah, So yeah. it was like, ooh, the source on this was 1080, which uh-huh. is fine, but no. It's not looking good. Not good. And the way pe- most people saw it was in, like, 480 on TV, which is also not great. That was something we, like, kind of brought up in uh, our Friday the 13th mm-hmm. episode episode um where it's it looks just like a michael bay movie because it's produced by michael bay and so it has the same like color scheme Mm -hmm. and it's very like sharp colors it's Mm -hmm. how many times does the camera rotate like way more than like 200 degrees (laughs) like around one person because that's like that's a big cornerstone well film it wasn't directed oh, by Michael okay. Bay. It was so just he, produced just, by him. So there's a lot of boobs. Hates the movie. Contractually, they were not allowed to do that. <laughs> like, no, that's my thing. Um, so I kind of, I went to the remakes. It's Nosferatu the Vampire. Yeah. Which is, just means Vampire the Vampire. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm looking at some pictures and stuff, and it's actually intriguing me even more because it's in color, but it's very drab okay. colored. And it's they still use shadows and stuff just based on these pictures. Huh. Like I, there's a couple shots where you can see still like these harsh shadows, yeah. and like he himself looks very like there's like bluish tone. Like his skin is pale white, but slightly bluish, but his lips are pink. Huh. And like he, I, I'm very curious. I think it looks really, really interesting actually. And I'm one. I think it might not make it better, but definitely make might, it its yeah. own good. It gives it Isn't like. A perspective or whatever does it have dialogue yeah yeah huh it's di- I, they, there's like more in it i think the story is like slightly different but i wonder i'm cu- I, this is like going to be a boring episode morning <laughs> after because it's just us t- yeah <laughs> me just talking speculating about, about this movie. Uh, i wonder if this is going to be a good movie well, something i guess to keep us going is that the nosferatu and i also don't know how much we mentioned this is it's not just black and white it is tinted Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah, is blue yeah. tinted. It we I did think talk pink about tinted. I think there's a sepia tone tint to it. Right. Um, and that is, I mean, there's not really much more to say besides it was an old like thematic device of like right. it's the morning, it's the night. Yeah. It's also, um, I think one of the random trivia facts that I read was that, uh, like w- they shot a bunch of Count Orlock scenes in the daytime. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it was just like, if it wasn't tinted, it would have just looked not, it would have looked very obviously daytime when it was supposed to be nighttime. So they tinted it to fix that, which is <laughs> similar to w- what you brought up about the black mirror episode where oh, yeah, they had to fix something to make an artistic choice in order to fix something <laughs> that looked bad. I also don't know if that's true yeah. or if I just like heard a rumor. <laughs> right. Do you think that, so I assume they shot all of Orlok's scenes during the daytime just because it was, like, easier for them at the time? Yeah. But then I think, like, they had to have had studios and stuff. Like, why did they shoot it all during the day? 
Because cinema was just in its infancy. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. So also, I wonder how, like, the budget-wise. Like, yeah. If they right. could have afforded to shoot, like, stuff in studio. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff is so obviously built. Yeah. But I was then, thinking... Like, I just want to know what this set was like. Specifically, just the scene where he's putting the the um, coffins, coffins on the thing. Like, that's something that you can't really shoot yeah. inside. Or I guess a lot a of the boat. Warehouse. Well, actually, the boat stuff probably was shot. Was on a set. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the boat. Does the boat. not talk about the boat. <laughs> we don't have to talk about. I'm the boat. so over the boat, man. <laughs> um. Once again, though, I think some of those questions might, even though it's fiction, some of those questions might be answered by watching um, Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah. Uh, because that's kind of like a behind the scenes lore. So I'm sure that you'll get a chance to see, like, they shot this on a set. They were outside on location. I'm sure they got those accuracies, you know, accurate. (laughs) I'm going to talk about the boat again. I don't think we get enough maritime horror. Mm -mm. (laughs) Just in general. (laughs) Like, at all. Like, there's the only one other movie I can think of, which is Sweetheart, which Um, is a movie I saw earlier this year. It was really good. Excuse Um, me. This is... um, ghost ship erasure i have never seen ghost ship okay <laughs> you will by the end of the year if i have anything to do with it i know isn't it like kind of famously really bad yeah yes well i mean triangle is set on a boat yo That's triangle is that so oh, triangle's like, awesome yeah it's, yeah it's fun but like honestly I, the, the like the ones you've listed have you heard of any other maritime horror movies my mindset Event Horizon. Event Horizon. And I'm like, that's yeah. not the right kind of ship, Samantha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> alien. <laughs> we get my point. It's cool that it's on a boat. Yeah. yeah. Up for a little bit. Yeah. Titanic. That's horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that they don't show you the monster until about <laughs> two thirds through the film. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> that's what they were implying. <laughs> we should do a Titanic horror movie i think isn't that what titanic 2 is titanic 2 you you guys have heard of titanic 2 we have not clearly not i've heard about it you've heard of it i don't know anything about it but i'm pretty sure it's like not well so titanic while you kind of look for that titanic has does have a very long history of film cinema never mind that's a drama it in the 20s like it was one of the first big films to be made Right. Like there's a old black and there's an American one, there's a German one that I I was looking at Wikipedia the other day and it is a German Nazi like propaganda film about the Titanic. Yikes. Um and it is one of the more like subtle uh, Nazi propaganda films about um it's the plot of the Titanic, like the actual ship crash. Right. Um where uh the people who are rich and fancy are all these American and British citizens um and then all the people in the like stows are german citizens that are like the working class right um and then as the ship the ship sank because the british and americans care too much about being on time and having to like meet these deadlines to make more money and you know if we push hard enough then we will make you know we'll be able to trade all of these bananas we have on board or whatever yeah um and then the boat sinks and all the german people die and the film kind of posits that like you know I think it was those nasty capitalist Americans <laughs> and British people, but not us good German, the good German Americans try to survive. <laughs> wow. And so that's the <laughs> old, that's like the 1920s version of Titanic, the German version. Huh. So Titanic 2 does exist. It's not a horror movie. Mm. It is a drama. 
<laughs> and it has a 1.6 rating on IMDb. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. What year did that come out? 2000 something. 2002. That's both too late and too, too early. early. Oh my god. Wow. I've never like heard of a movie with that low of a score. 2010. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh boy. <gasps> Even Wait, later. What? That is too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Forget what I said about being too early. No, that is too late. <laughs> 2010 uh, 2010 a new decade jesus is is anybody that we would recognize no. in it okay. no no nope. nope. do we have they all died james they all died <laughs> on the right. ship anything else about nosferatu i don't know it's good I, the yeah. episode is like literally an hour and 45 minutes of us actually talking about right. the movie and except the for like james's story about his ravioli yeah. <laughs> that was a good warm-up but, that was other, like a five <laughs> but other than that like we spent that whole episode actually analyzing a film yeah. like we're a film podcast <laughs> this is a film podcast <laughs> i know it's half of the title half the episodes they just give me a banana to talk to <laughs> they don't even let me on the episode yeah last week they they found a plantain <laughs> we had to make it work oh my god well, a little bit the audio is a little starchy but. Oh my god. it's like you know when you give a kid a game controller That's and you're like you're yeah you're in. totally plugged in oh my god we're oh, on rainbow road now yeah. yeah you did give her a game controller last week <laughs> and then i yell at you for not having the banana close enough to your mouth <laughs> <laughs> and Some sometimes jokes. like mm-hmm. three quarters of the way through an episode the banana comes unplugged <laughs> it's just a mess oh my i think God. an unplugged banana is just a peeled banana <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, just a banana. Banana. Yeah. if a banana's plugged i'm wondering what's happening with the banana mm-hmm. speaking of bananas banana to the cream? founders of but <laughs> to the founders of Bananagrams, um, we would love a brand deal or a sponsorship. We played Bananagrams we together played Bananagrams after the all together after as, the episode. Yeah, as a way to sober up, and it yeah. was a good time. It was, it was the most fun. It, it was is a good time. The best game ever made. I play around <laughs> every day, if not more than one round. It's so good. I and think- Molly, you've been taking IQ tests every day, <laughs> and it has gone dramatically up from yeah. about 300 to about 500 ever since i started playing banana grams i realized that the tipsy terror co-hosts hand me a banana to speak <laughs> to every week because she's like this is what this game comes in the first time you learn you discover what a banana is is by playing banana grams you, you yes. spell out the word banana and you go oh yet. my god you you find a real banana and you're like why aren't there letters in this i got bereavement today that was my big Holy get I don't fuck around in my grams, no, man. So Bananagrams, please sponsor us. Give us some money or some tiles or some fresh <laughs> Bananagrams. We will give you a shout out every week. Do you think they're going to make a Bananagrams so too and add numbers? They have Bananagrams Extreme and there's all these like crazy rules. And like, honestly, I just like playing peaceful mode. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't OG. care. so relaxing. I found yeah. out as a kid, there's this other games from the Bananagrams company that don't make it anymore, but you can get it on eBay called Pears and Pears. And I oh. owned that as a kid. Oh, you were close. And I don't own it anymore. Tragedy. So I was like, I've been Bananagrams adjacent for a few years. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This has gotten so <laughs> off topic. I just my coworker the other day. He's like Molly, what's Bananagrams? And I like was I got so excited that he asked me about it. I couldn't even get the words out. So you put them out uh, letter by letter. And then put them... <laughs> 
didn't then, have all the right letters, so I had to like draw three from the bunch. He's like, you, you also have to, you, you have to grab. Oh my god. He spelled race car. He had a fun time. Oh, it's so fun. And he spelled it backwards, and it was the same. Anyways, um, palindrome. Well, I mean, I guess that's. <laughs> All about Nosebrat too. It's good, as good as this episode is gonna yep. get. Anything else? I'm I'm okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, James, do you have anything else to plug? <sighs> Just that I'm close friends with everybody. Oh. <laughs> Just like to brag. One Just more like time. to brag one more time. Everybody, I would challenge anybody else who comes on here to get everybody to incidentally call you their friend. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the day Sam called me her friend. You. <laughs> He's told this before, and it just blows my mind. I don't. It works because you very rarely like know when, like, oh, me and this person are friends. Usually, it's when like you exchange a number or something. Like, I have Harish's number as Harish something <laughs> from when we first met. Because I was a me- I wasn't going to try to figure out how to spell his last name, even though it's super easy. Yeah. Um, but we were filming a thing for Backburner, and you had a phone call from your sister, and you went to take it, and I went out because we we're going to start filming again. And I was like, I was checking to see if you're ready. And you're like, oh, no, I still got the phone call. And as I was leaving, you're like, oh, no, that was that was just my friend. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, we're friends. <laughs> I did that to my coworker the other day. I called him. My, I was like, yeah, I'm, you're, I was I love bragging about like, look at what my friend can do. And I could see it in his face, his realization of, holy shit, she just called me her friend. <laughs> Not in the like, oh, I'm like cool and you should like, but like in the, because you don't call your coworkers your friends mm-hmm. unless yeah. like you actually are hanging out a lot. And it's like, we've never hung out, but I like called him my friend and I, I just saw it. Unless you're on the set of friends. Unless, unless you're on the set of friends. You have to for about yeah. six people. <laughs> Anyways, let's get off this fucking podcast. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.